Today on episode number 592 of the School of Podcasting, live from the floor of DC PodFest, we have a Because of My Podcast story. We have another installment of How to Not Make Money in Podcasting. And I saw a session at DC PodFest that made me go, hey, you know what? Hmm, um, uh, hmm, uh, wait, no. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little greasy. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is what I do. I bring my award-winning talent, my 20-plus years of helping people understand technology. We help you massage your message. We help you tackle that technology, face your fears, and get you on the road to podcasting in the right direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Dot com. If you go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code LISTENER, you'll be on the road to having your podcast up and running in no time. I uh, might sound a little differently than usual because, number one, I'm fighting a cold, which is the worst thing when you're a podcasting, when you're a podcasting or when you're a podcaster, but I'm fresh back from DC PodFest. And man, was it a blast. Even though much of the time I felt like, well, I was hopped up on, seriously, I'm not making this up, Mucinex, Sudafed, Aspirin, Airborne, uh, and anything else I could get my hands on to uh, clear up my nose. But you know what's really cool about this? I think it was the Beatles that said you get by with a little help from your friends. Right. And I did. Uh, and one of them, the lovely, the talented, you know her from the story behind podcast, and now you know her from ePodcast Productions, where you can get podcast editing, show notes, strategy, and consulting. The lovely Emily Prokop bought me soup. It was this weird kind of kale stuff that I really didn't think I was going to like, because I've not heard many good things about kale, but uh, it was lovely. And uh, the best thing about it is I blew my nose today, and I think that that soup came right out my nose. It's great fun. So thank you, Emily. That was uh, very nice of you. I really, really deeply appreciate it. I got to tell you, one of the best kind of elevator pitches I heard. No, Bernie, I did not save you any soup. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Sam Sabin did a, a presentation on how to do a serial podcast. And a serial podcast means you listen to episodes one, two, three, four, not the latest one first. And you can find her show at goodgriefpodcast.com. And she explained her podcast this way. She goes, I started my podcast, I think she said it was a week. Or she started developing her podcast, I think she said a week after her father died. And she found out that her father had a second family with two kids. And she was one of them. Then I went, Oh, I'm so subscribed to that. No, Bernie, I did not save you any soup. He's so up my uh, rear end today. Uh, he missed me, which is nice. If you're new to the show, Bernie is my cat, and I got tired of editing him out of the show. And so now when he just meows, I just, yeah. So, um, but it was a really uh, interesting show. Really well done. She's a uh, a journalist major, and so it's a... It's a narration style podcast and I binge listen to the whole thing. Now I do have to say this, if you're going to be doing 
a serial style podcast, you really want to be on, for lack of a better phrase, a real media host. And by that, I mean not, in her case, unfortunately, she's on Squarespace. I know, I hate Squarespace too, Bernie. And um, Squarespace is a great website if you want to make a, a website. But in the same way that SoundCloud is really a music website that dabbles in podcasting, Squarespace is a website company that dabbles in in podcasting. And neither of them are ready with the new iTunes tags because you could go in, let's say she was on Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, use the coupon code SOP free and you can get a free month over there or Blueberry or Spreaker or Podbean. I prefer Libsyn. And uh, for the record, full disclosure, I work there. But of course, I was a customer for 10 years before I worked there. And uh, you could say this is a serial podcast. And then when people subscribe in the podcast app on iOS 11, it automatically lines them up episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, where in my case, I was listening on Overcast because I actually went to, to, I was going to listen in the podcast app just for that feature. And then I was like, oh, she's on Squarespace, bummer. So I went back to Overcast, had to make my own playlist and then adjust the way that it displayed it so it would play in the proper order. And most people aren't going to do that. So, uh, we don't have any podcasts matching better freeze, a real media and what? If it's not Bernie, it's Siri. What is up with you people? I'm trying to record a podcast here. We're going to keep it real today. We're not going to edit that out. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, geez. But DC Podfest is a really great event. I love it because you have enough people there to get a wide range of knowledge. In fact, we'll be talking about a presentation I saw today that really gets you thinking outside the box in terms of if you want to monetize your show or build relationships with your show. And you might be saying, I don't really want to monetize my show. You might want to listen to this. It was, it was really, it was one that everybody walked out of the room going, hmm. But DC Podfest was great. Jennifer, Alex, the whole team does a great job. Uh, I was really actually pretty happy with my presentation. There were a couple things I really wish I'd tweak, but for the most part, it went over really, really well. And, uh, it was a great time. And there were pancakes. What more do you want? Yes, this here's the thing. I remember last year that they had this like pancakes at like seven o'clock at night on the, the last night. I'm like, pancakes? And then this year I'm like, hey, are they going to have pancakes again? Like your weird thing that you think people may not appreciate, you might find out later that the, the, that's like now your thing. Like you're the pancake people. So it was a lot of fun. Looking forward to uh, next year. They might have to move next year because if it gets bigger, they're going to run out of room at the place they're at. And uh, Washington is a very interesting place. We walked through a uh, kind of a back alley to go to this uh, taco place and met some very interesting characters, shall we say. But uh, if you're ever wondering why I go to these, and, and this is I do this to put my money where my mouth is. I say go to where your target audience is and listen And I actually got some good ideas for future episodes. So that's the biggest thing I was there to listen. Obviously, I was there to talk. And I was there to meet Libsyn customers and make sure they were happy. But also, you know, just to to know what your audience is talking about. Keep up with current events and things like that. And uh, I had a blast. And if it's something you can do, and, and by that, like, you might say, well, Dave, I do a show about knitting. Yeah, you don't need to go to a podcast event unless you want to learn how to grow it and things like that. You should be going to knitting events. 
If you're doing a show, they just had FinCon and all the financial people went to that. Find to see if there's an industry event. No, there are no cat events. Can you still hear the cat? He's outside my door. And so if there was a cat convention, Bernie would want to go to that. He would. Seriously, that's outside the door. (laughs) But to wrap this up, if you can get in front of your target audience or get to meet your peers in your industry, go to a live event. There really is nothing better. One segment that I love to do on this show is because of my podcast. And that is simply, if you can answer the question, because of my podcast, I got to blank. Whatever that is, something that you normally wouldn't have been able to do, except you started a podcast. And so this one is live from the DC PodFest floor. All right, I'm here live on the floor of DC PodFest. And I'm here with Stephanie from the... DC Diary Podcast. And she has a lovely Because of My Podcast story, and it goes a little something like this. So I got my master's degree in public administration. My whole plan was to work in policy and really get into the nitty-gritty on details and stats and like look at programs and do program evaluation. But on the side, I was working on DC Diary Podcast, and it was a passion project of mine. I didn't really think it would turn into anything. But because of my podcast, I transitioned my career to work in from policy, and now I work in media and communications for the federal government. And loving it? I love it. I got to combine the things I like to do every day with the mission that I want to accomplish, and that's the best thing that could have happened. And where can we find your podcast? Um, It's at DC Diary on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and if you search DC Diary in iTunes or any of your podcasting apps, you'll find us. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you can find her at dcdiary.com. Their website says, DC Diary facilitates relationships that go beyond a business card. We bring together a community of D.C. professionals and provide a platform to share your stories, experiences, and personal narrative in an authentic way. Through our flagship publication, D.C. Diary Podcast, we share these experiences with others. So again, check that out, dcdiary.com. I wish I would have taken a picture of it. She had this cool portable vocal booth that she had built with like bubble gum, paper clips, and a couple. It was just amazing. And it all fit in her minivan. But it was really pretty cool, and I was actually interviewed on that, and uh, I'll be interested to hear what that sounded like. If I was smart, I would have recorded her in that booth, but I didn't. How did I record that? I did the Bob Barker. And you're like, what's the Bob Barker, Dave? That's where you fire up your iPhone 6S, you hit the voice memo, and when you talk, you put it in front of your mouth, and when she talks, you put it in front of hers, and then you run it through a phonic, and that is the Bob Barker, and that's how I recorded it. The nice thing about this event is there was no like Libsyn booth. So I was able to go to different uh, sessions. And one of the sessions I went to was called Size Doesn't Matter. Build a monetization program with any size audience with Doug Sandler and Strickland uh, Bonner. And uh, Doug and Strickland host the Nice Guys on Business show. And their website states that they have over a million downloads And they showed proof in their session, and I can verify that uh, they're not lying. And I have said in the past that one of the benefits of starting a podcast is people who would normally really just not give you the time of day now will sit down to talk with you on a podcast. 
And we've seen the the use of the power of of podcasting, of being part of the media to partner with events and get access to vendors. Glenn the Geek has done that, right? That's access through your microphone. And we know that interviewing people that you want to start a partnership with, it's a great you know, way to break the ice. You just want to get their attention. And when you say, I have a podcast, and they come on, it's a great way to start that relationship. At least they know who you are now, right? You're on the map. And Doug repeated his main point. He kept saying, you have to reverse your thinking. And instead of focusing so much on the audience and your downloads, he says, you have to focus on the the person in the chair, meaning their guest. You have to focus on your guest. And he said, you have to put your brain on backwards for this. Now, for me, if you listen to this show, I'm always about content, content, content. I was listening to the Moondog Marketing Show. I'll have a link to this out in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 592. John Pascal just did an episode on like, we really need to focus on content. And so these guys were like, here's what we do to make a boatload of cash. And what they do is, and it's interesting. So I present this here not to say I condone this, but just to say, here's what some people are doing. And so instead of focusing on your audience, you focus on your guest and you identify you identify people who would be a good client for whatever business you have. And I went, hmm, that's an interesting idea. And they actually had a couple examples. You know, people were raising their hand. And one example in the session was someone who did a show about visiting the national parks. And if you wanted to monetize that, and for the record, you don't have to monetize your show. If you just want to do this for fun and a hobby, by all means. But these people were in a session about making money. So they wanted to make money with their show. And it's kind of hard to monetize a show where the call to action is, hey, go, you know, go to the park. And so unless you made like a guidebook or I don't know, maybe you sold mosquito spray or something. And Doug said, you should find the person who's in charge of the National Parks budget and have them on as a guest, because in theory, they should know a lot about the National Parks. And when the interview is done, you can mention that this show takes, you know, thanks so much for coming on the show. You know, I really love this show. It's a lot of effort. But if I'm going to keep doing this, I'm going to need to find a sponsor you know, would you be interested in sponsoring the show? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to put my spin on that. I, instead of asking them, would you be my sponsor? I might be a little more subtle and go, do you know of anybody who might be interested in sponsoring the show? And hopefully they would say, yeah, yeah, I will. It's interesting. And I know Natalie Ekdahl from Biz Chicks and Chicks is with an X, uh, B-I-Z-C-H-I-X, uh, Katie Kremitzros from uh, Biz Women Rock, both of them have os- offered discount coaching calls with the knowledge that the call may be used on their podcast. So here again, your 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 guest is your target customer. But what that does is it provides content for the audience because they might share the same questions that the person you're consulting with. And it also then shows off your expertise and people might then go, oh, so that's what consulting is. I wouldn't mind doing that. 
And again, I was like, okay, I see where people have done this. And I've had people say, look, I don't care how many downloads I have. I don't care how much interaction I'm getting. I'm getting to talk to people I have no business talking to. So I get this. And, uh, you know, Doug pointed out that if you're a coach, you might interview people who need a coach. And I started to think about that a little bit. And I'm like, it gets a little confusing. Because if I'm a coach and I interview somebody who needs a coach, well, then one might think that they aren't that successful because otherwise, why would they need a coach? And with that in mind, if it's not a live coaching call, what kind of content is the person who needs a coach going to create? They can't tell me their success story because if they had a success story, they wouldn't need a coach. And so that's where things got a little south for me. And I was kind of like, well, what if your target customer your prime prospect is a horrible guest. And because I'm all about content. And to me, it was weird to have it not focused on the audience, right? It's all about you. I don't want to put crap in your ears. And it, it was just so different. And they said that their conversion was around 20%. So for every 10 guests, they would get two new clients and they're charging a ton of cash, uh, they do, a, it's turnkey podcasting and they charge anywhere from five to 20 grand to set up a podcast. Did I mention that you can learn how to podcast for $49 a month at the school of podcasting? And um, so this whole idea kind of goes against my grain about not worrying about, and, and they're not saying we don't care at all about our audience. Obviously they do. And if you listen to the show, they have a lot of production. They're very... It's kind of a comedy business show. The episode I listened to said the parts of uh, Doug and Strickland today will be played by Donnie and Marie. And I was like, what? So that was kind of interesting. And when I asked them, like, what if your person is boring? They said they always did their best in the interview to, you know, stop it from being too boring. And um, they did say they didn't let just anyone get on the microphone. They said there was a vetting process. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So I left the session scratching my head a little bit. I kind of see where this could be cool uh, in terms of, and when I say cool, I can see where, again, I just want to, from my perspective, you can use this to talk to people that you normally wouldn't get a chance to talk to. My take on this, I'm not sure I'm going to let somebody, because for me, I, my you, you listening right now, you want to learn how to grow your podcast, how to plan it, maybe what equipment you used, what hurdles you had to overcome. And if I interview somebody, my target audience is somebody who doesn't have a podcast yet. So why would I interview somebody who doesn't have a podcast on a show about podcasting? Now, I might interview a really top blogger who doesn't have a podcast yet and ask them how they come up with ideas and how do they market their blog, maybe, but are you going to identify with somebody who isn't a podcast, sir? I don't know that I would. I'd be like, why are we talking to the blogger? It's a podcaster. Not that there's anything wrong with bloggers, but so, and there's more to this story and it's a little controversial. And so I'm going to stop this discussion here. I've actually reached out to Doug because there was something that I went, hmm, can't say I agree with that one. And if you're new to the show, In the past, there was a guy that was charging people 
to be interviewed on their show. And I was like, what? Because that guest is bringing you content. You're already getting paid in content. Why are you charging them? Wow, this is what a ripoff. What kind of monster would do such a thing? And the person came on the show. We had this thing called a dialogue. For those of you that are under 20, there are times in America where we could actually talk to each other and express different opinions without throwing chairs at each other. And so I've invited Doug to come on and have a dialogue about his vetting process. And I'm going, I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'll, I'll see if Doug comes on the show. But the guy that was charging people for the interviews was a businessman who was making a lot of money with his business. He was taking time out of his business to do podcast interviews. He would line up a bunch of podcasts on the, you know, he'd, he would batch record them where he'd have back-to-back-to-back-to-back interviews and have people that wouldn't show up. Well, that's costing him money. And so it wasn't a huge amount of money. And he did it. And when he started charging people, uh, they quit not showing up. I know that's a double negative, but he had no more no-shows. And I think he might even said he gave some of it back. But he did that as kind of a cover charge. And so I went, oh, now that I understand that, maybe that's not such a bad thing in his situation. And if you've ever read the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey calls that understand before being understood. And if you're in any kind of relationship, do that. So if like you're... uh married or you're in some sort of relationship and your spouse is like, oh, I can't believe they, ah, you are doing, you're right. You're in that kind of situation. Hear them out first. Try to understand their side first before you try to get them to understand your side. So understand before being, before you are understood that you're upset and angry. And you might find that you're not upset and angry after you actually hear their side of the story. So we'll be talking about that in the future. I will keep you updated. And if Doug doesn't come on the show, I will just, uh, we'll, we'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. Don't forget the last episode of the month, November 27th. We are doing an episode that's based on your feedback. So I need your feedback. And I need this by November 20th. That is, uh, if you're listening to this on the 13th, that is next Monday. And the question is, what are you going to be doing differently in 2018? Because it's going to be here real, real quick. Then while you're recording stuff, I also need this by November 20th. And that is, if you could only pick one, and I know, I know it's hard, but you can only pick one podcast to listen to. What is your absolute favorite podcast? And if you can tell me what it is, where it is, what it's about, and then the big one, why is it your favorite? Then be sure to say your name. So be like, hi, this is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. I help people plan, launch, and grow their podcast. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. My favorite podcast is the Hall's Mentholipus podcast because it's a triple threat podcast, yada, yada, yada. I'm reading my uh, cough drop bag here. You get it, blah, blah, blah. And this is why I like it. You can find it at hallspodcast.com. And thanks so much. And that'll be it. It's super simple. The hardest part is picking one. But the reason we do this, if you're new to this, is we want to know why. It's always fun to hear 
the why. And if you're uh, new to the show, I really would like to hear your voice. And I want to hear all you folks that have been doing it every year. And that will be the last episode of the year with this year happens to be Christmas. So that'll be going out December 25th. So again, just to revamp, I need this by November 20th. And that is number one, what are you going to be doing differently in 2018? And then send another one with what is your favorite podcast and why. I look forward to hearing from you. We've gotten some really great responses already. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. She is back, the one and only Jessica Kufferman. I got to hang out with her this weekend, and she is always a blast to hang around, and she comes with her her marketing background, she's a person that will help you. Actually, if you're a smaller podcast, she now, she sold her agency, JKM Agency, and is now uh, two agencies emerged together. So she's still kind of working in that field. She actually plans on creating a course for small podcasters to learn how to do this on their own. But right now she's back to talk about another example of how to not make money with a podcast. Today's installment could be a doozy for some of you, especially since I know I'm talking about podcasters. And since I am a podcaster, you have to know that I fully come from your side first. Although I did, you know, have a market, I do have a marketing degree, but yeah. So this week we have an interesting situation where I have a podcaster. So a lot of times the larger advertisers like to do one test. They buy one episode and then if it works out, you know, and they see some jump in a couple of weeks, then they end up buying for the whole quarter, sometimes for the whole year. It's a longstanding relationship, but you need to do the one test. So it's one of those um, food prep services, you know, and I don't need to say which one, right. but you know, the, the ones that send to your house and you make the food and you know, it's easy and convenient. Well, the podcaster um, is, was signed on for one episode The week before, however, the podcaster decided to do a a review and coverage of all of the services. Okay. So they talked about all the different services that are available and then linked to all of them in the show notes. Okay. Well, the advertiser saw the link to their product as well as all the competition's products. And asked if the podcaster was also taking paid endorsement from their competition, to which I said no. And then they asked that they remove the links. And so to the podcaster's credit and to their, you know, and to and to their point, like an advertiser does not have the right to tell you what you can and can't talk about on your show. Right. right? Yep. However, do you think it's a good idea when you know you have an ad coming up for one product to link to all of them the week before. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those weird sticky areas because you, on one hand, you're just doing your show. I can see that point of view, but I can also see where the advertiser is like, hey, wait a minute, I'm, I'm paying to get in front of your audience. Why are right. you giving my advertisers or my competition that much exposure for free? This is one of those things where it's like how to not make money, right? Don't 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 start linking to all the competition. 
Right. Well, Jess, thanks for coming on and sharing. We appreciate that. And again, we're not here to to bash other podcasters. We're here to learn from from maybe little mistakes that or, or things we didn't think about. And uh, I appreciate you bringing this to our attention. As always, it's a pleasure. If you're ready to start a podcast, I can help you in three ways. The first way is super quick and super specific to whatever you need. You can hire me for one-on-one consulting. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash schedule and schedule a time with me. Or if you want to go at your own pace, you can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener and that'll save. And you can order a single month of access to all of our 16 courses plus our private Facebook group plus our priority email plus yes there's more but wait there's more live group coaching twice a month go to schoolpodcasting.com slash start now if you want the best of both worlds you want personalized attention all the time starting in january podcasting in six weeks.com that's where you get live training for six weeks straight every saturday And by the end of February, you will have a podcast in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. For more information on that, go to podcastingin6weeks.com. Class size is limited. And so, which in every way you want to work, I'm the person to work with, and I look forward to working with you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care, and God bless. but there are times (laughs) shut up all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave this in here we go let's turn off the uh let's turn off the the gate are you done my friend he's in the other room i fed you you have a clean litter box your life should be supreme right now all right take five